0: good morning guys how is everyone doing how was your weekend it's the beginning of a new week are you excited about the new week because i am (laughs) i know it's funny because the weekend goes so fast i don't know how these things happen it's like you're on friday and then there's saturday and then there's sunday and next thing you're waking up on a monday morning you're wondering how did that time go so fast well guys um how are you doing what is going on What's your week like? What do you plan? And I'm glad to be recording. Again, I promise I was going to be frequent. And I'm so happy for myself, proud of myself, actually, that I am doing that. I'm making cautious steps. And I hope that this podcast blesses your week. I hope you have an amazing week ahead. And I hope that you are, you know sort of like in a good place your self-care is on point for the new week so like we always say oops i skipped the part where i have to introduce myself my name is amaka bella adana Asibunam. <laughs> whichever you choose to call me um i am your host for giving mental healthy voice and like i said This podcast has long evolved from just mental health, to faith, lifestyle, everyday living and everything, basically everything that you want to hear. Um, I've been doing a series called My Mental Health and My Everyday Life and I hope you enjoy it. I hope you find it interesting. Please do well to send. I've been seeing a lot of ratings and yeah guys, I'm from, oh my God, this week we got listed on the new and noteworthy podcast. session of the apple podcast i'm so excited it's like a big deal for us and also i would like to say please continue your good work please please keep subscribing keep rating, and please, please, please write your reviews, because I. the goal is that we get to the top chat, and I can't wait for that to happen. We need to keep preaching the good news about mental health and everyday lifestyle. Thank you, guys. Um. So, yes, like we always do here, it's our custom and our tradition that we always begin all our series, all our podcasts, all our episodes, everything with a word of prayer. And, um, like I always say here, i don't do this myself i do it under god's authority that has been given to me so i invite my father my lord my personal lord and savior to today lord as we speak speak through me lord i pray that whoever needs healing receives healing i pray that whoever needs answers finds answers lord not my voice but your voice lord amplify your voice here today For those who need it and those who are in dire need of your mercy lord show forth your mercy in jesus name amen so guys how are you doing like i said i'm just i'm 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 agitated right so like my 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 podcast today is i don't know like i have two things i wanted to i want to talk about um the first part is talking about gratefulness and gratification And second part is going to be talking about mental health and nigeria they're sort of like in tide but i just want to incorporate gratefulness and gratification into what mental health and nigeria is (sighs) guys this week was the last week actually was super intense for me i mean i i um I had a, I had an event right where, <laughs> okay. So like I don't know if everyone knows I run a mental health awareness foundation. I know, I know, I know. It's it's so much to keep up with. Yes. So I run a mental health awareness foundation, and since the beginning of the pandemic, things going on, we haven't really been able to spread out our tentacles to everywhere. Like we at the beginning of the year, we planned on having um. Mental health focused on adolescents and young adults for this year, which was like supposed to be our major concentration. But that didn't work because the pandemic happened, school closed, things happened. Our access to these young adults and adolescents were sort of cut short. So we started to have a lot of online activities and um, seminars, which have been really successful. We recruited team members, a lot of volunteers. It was so impressive. Well, COVID happened and a lot happened. Somehow, things are sort of going back to... There's no normal, but we're adjusting to the new normal. Things are sort of taking shape again. So we decided to kick kick out and just, you know, begin what we've been doing. Because I feel like mental health is something that shouldn't ever leave our, our mouths. Like, we should keep talking about it. We should keep amplifying our voice, keep speaking up about these things. So, you know, we started and then we had an activity where um you know we had to go out and sensitize people on mental health awareness so the goal was it's called um, awareness saturday so we go out share out like a self-care plan where we're telling people on you know talking to people on the importance of mental health awareness what to do if they don't feel all right how to contact us why mental health is important you know trying to sensitize the nigerian population because it's something that is missing in our country anyways this is why unveil was set up you know basically to tell people that mental health is a thing and it is important it is good for you to look out for your mental health these are you know a large amount of the nigerian population is very ignorant about mental health anything involving mental health you know last year i had a very funny episode where i went out and then we're doing the sensitization and then every time i would go to meet people they'll be like no i'm not mad or oh, i'm not mad because around here people feel like the only time you have mental health issues they feel anxiety depression um people having panic attacks, people having ADHD and all of those mental illnesses, they don't really, they see them as a white man's disease, actually. And they, they don't believe that it's something that could happen. You know, Nigeria is a very, very religious country. And, you know, we sort of attach everything. When I mean religious, I mean traditional. I mean, you know, contemporary religion. I mean, they sort of attach. If everything is not from people chasing you from your village, then it's, it's, It's one disease that you've gotten somewhere, right? So they don't believe that it could affect them. And honestly, I feel like half of the people, if not everybody in Nigeria has at some point experienced a mental breakdown at some point or the other. The truth is that this country is a lot. It is chaotic, let's be honest. A lot of things are happening and it's almost impossible for these things to not have an adverse effect on the average Nigerian. nigerian system has not frustrated you before it has frustrated me that's taking a downturn on my mental health largely i'm even saying this i'm not even saying this because i am older now even as a young child i know what a lot of our traditional practices are oh god well i love nigeria that's all i have to say well so it, it was where did i stop i think i've skipped okay yeah so that um saturday we went out sensitizing people they need to take care of their mental health. They need to stay aware. Um, I was at ICM and I hate to call these premises anyways, but yes, I have to. So I was at ICM. I was doing a sensitization and, you know, we were there and I didn't, I, I run a charity organization. I'm a social worker by practice. I I think I have, um, I started taking my classes, my master's classes, and I've been working with, I, my school is in the United States. So somehow You know, I've been learning so much about the United States system, you know, every time I realize that they have a working system in the United States, the more I am pushed to have that set up in Nigeria. You know, sometimes I finish my classes and I lay in bed and for a great amount of time I can't sleep. I just always ask God to, you know, heal my heart. Like my heart is always so heavy because... If you've ever been around, and during my NYSC, I was fortunate enough to do a lot of humanitarian activities and community development activities where I would go out to the masses. And you know, I, I remember this particular time when I went to a school and I had this child who had been constantly abused. And I think she was in like year three. She had been constantly abused by the person that she was living in house with. I know I don't want to call the relationship she has with that person. And I, I was imagining if Nigeria was a working system. I'm no offense. I am sure that there are organisations that are set up, to ask, to you know have access to children like this. But we need all these. We need policies that are set up at the federal level to address things like this. We don't have social workers in Nigeria. We don't have people who are. We we have people who are set up and organisations. But the way that the Nigerian system is set up, the policies are set up. They somehow frustrate the plans of these people. I know so. I was so heartbroken by it and this is pr- literally what pushed me to do what i'm doing now because god god shows you a lot of things god allows you to see things sometimes just so you know that your life i always say that your life is your purpose and who you're meant to be or called to be is in is, is always in line with your story right so the things you have experienced the things you have seen with your life it is not a mistake. It is not by omission that you have seen those things. It is tied greatly to your purpose, tied greatly to what you are called to do. That being said, you know, I we went out and then we're sensitizing people on mental health, sensitizing people, and then we were sharing a great amount of our, our flyers. And suddenly, we got some one of the um, people around the protocols or security officers or whatever. Stopped us and like oh we're not supposed to do this within the premises you know I was fine because honestly the kind of person I am eh, like I am I am like I I would not disregard anybody especially an officer on duty because I have a job I have worked in a corporate environment I know what it's like to be carrying out your duty right so I won't I won't disrespect you because you're doing your job so he walked up to me and I'm like sir please can we because he was sort of creating a scene when he approached I'm like i like I, i'm not going to i'm an educated person who left my house i'm not even saying i'm an educated person I'm mean, who left my house you know took a car came over to this place i'm not doing it i'm not here because of i tried to explain to this man that oh ceo oh, this is what we're doing and he was bent on just creating a scene so i said sir please okay fine do you have an office at least where we could go in because i had my team members with me and if there's anything you can embarrass me but don't embarrass the people i'm with don't speak to them anyhow like just don't talk to them i was okay with him doing his job but i always say when you serve the public right when you're a public server there's an approach to you know the way you talk to people especially because you 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 work for a profit organization or profits whatever like a profit business whatever people are buying your markets i could not say anything but people are watching the way you treat me you could have treated any other person like that i could be your potential customer anyways so you know i we went in and then started telling us about so he took us to some guy who was way more you know Experienced and all of that, I would say, who started telling us that oh you can't share your flyers here, you can't do this here because you know there there's there are some rules that I would I would not say that I am I was ignorant of that trust me, but in my own understanding I take in fact I take ninety percent of the blame it was my mistake right it was my huge mistake because I could have gone through the management I could have found out how things worked and everything but he explained to me that you know you can't do this here um you need to get authority you need to get and then people pay and i was like i run a charity organization everything is funded based on charity This whole people you see here mobilization everything came out from my personal expenses because this is my vision so i am babying my vision i don't know why i should anyways that aside it's a profit organization so it's allowed for them to run things and operate things the way they do why am i telling this story um saturday was the whole week actually i i told you guys i i i my mental health you know at the end of all my classes my lecturer asked us a question what is your self-care plan like so your self-care is basically the conscious effort you do to take care of yourself like those things that you need to do to take care of your mental health your psychological welfare your physical welfare actually and i, I promised that i was going to be more intentional about my health care but the way Nigeria is set up is funny, you know, not only are they things that are going to downpress you, sometimes Nigeria makes you, you know, the things that happen around here sort of make you shift from the consciousness of taking care of yourself to projecting light on what is going on. You find yourself complaining more than you are grateful, right? You find yourself being more pleasure-driven than you are more seeking to be gratified, I always say something, I used to say this thing as a little girl, and I will continue saying it, we are more concerned about what we can take from the society than what we can give back to it. It is not not our fault, it's the way that the system has been set up, right? It's the way that things have happened around here for a long time. People are not impressed by the system because the system isn't giving us so much. But I always say, you know, for you to be able to collect from something, you must have given back a great amount of it nigerians are people that are happy you know we are always happy and you know one thing is we're more pleasure driven than we are more seeking to be gratified but at the same time we we just find a way of making ourselves happy no matter what you know and that's what i was coming back and i had opportunity to speak to my uber driver you know and he said something to me he said the only thing where they cover us for Nigeria and our clothes, if they remove clothes, all of us know they're all right. You know, when he said that, it shook me, like, in my heart. And I realized that this guy makes sense. So he started telling me about how, you know, he wants to talk to someone. But the thing is, who does he talk to? Because it feels like everybody has something that they are going through. So I was, like, I used to, like, it made me think about it. Because he was telling me about how, you know, his wife was due to have a baby and it was their first child and he couldn't even that he has not been able to buy anything for the woman that is about to have a baby who is he going to talk to about these things he's a graduate studied estate management there's no job he feels like that Ah, he told me madam i've thought about taking my life i'm telling you the truth i don't think i'm like i don't think i'm tired Thing, you know and i don't know like every single time i think about these things i i just remembered the psalm of david and what god always says to me is you know if you want to think of the things that have not been happening you might frustrate yourself on staying grateful for the things that have happened so every time i find a way to count my blessings that's one i i find a way to be conscious and choose myself you know nigeria is currently going through a lot and i mean as much as i want to blame the officer on duty who had frustrated me seeing him sitting down that place and then after he had seized that flyers and he was just thinking he was in deep thought i'm like this man is probably trying to protect his job at all costs and i'm just wondering how much they must have paid him i'm sure he didn't even have time to read through those flyers i'm sure he'd even have time to you know he was probably even going through something everybody around here is going through one thing or the other and you know i always tell my team that we're doing what we're doing because we hope to make nigeria a place where there is a system that works for the welfare of people humanitarian practices and charity organizations and people that are standing up for the better population of nigerians for the average nigerian is to project the welfare of people i grew up in a society i grew up in a community where i was fortunate enough to be among the people that where i would consider at least in the middle class But I was surrounded by low class people and I knew how that greatly affected my growing up and my sense of reflection on people. Because every single time I would see people coming who had nothing when I had a little and even my little was not enough. But at least it was something. And, you know, seeing these people and wondering how they do it while i was in that car reflecting on how i'm going to go home and solve my big man problems i was seeing a man who even just needed at least 20k would have solved this man's problem 30k would have solved this man's problem it wasn't even too much you know and we're all in the same place where our mental health is a problem everybody every single person like we're not spared that's something god has given everybody everybody has a mental health you know why I mine mean, the state of my mental health is not any different from someone who is going through this, but what I want to say is gratification and the fact that a little turn that you have on one man's life can make you happy. Like imagine that there's a scenario where I, I was in that car when I was about to leave. I gave that man something, you know. And then he turned and he was so happy. He was like, when he saw the alert, I was like, oh my God, you did this for me. He was happy. Like, seeing him happy just gave me like a sort of relief from like what had happened that day. I went in and I was happy. You know, I was sort of at peace because I helped somebody. I felt gratification. It wasn't really about the pleasure of... I could have gone out like that day and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I just... Fent- felt a deep sense of relief because I had helped him. My mental health was, <laughs> a, a it it be better, you know. And this is what we preach. This is what we're going on while we are struggling to change the system. What are you doing within your inner circle? What are you What are you doing within yourself? Like, how are you helping? What are you doing? There's so much. I always say this. There's so much going on in this world. In this country for you to be doing sit down the look it has passed like that period has gone there's so much advocacy that needs to be done there's so much that we need to speak up for do something no matter how little it is so much needs to be done it has gone past the period where we're doing sit down you look i can only do this i don't want da da that it is time to pick up your button and just run Oh Guys, um, I, I think I've, I've said enough. <laughs> and it's 20 minutes. It's, it's something. So until the next week, I hope you put this in practice. I hope you try helping someone. I hope you help yourself. I hope you're conscious about your self-care. I hope you're doing something for Nigeria, for the betterment of everybody. I hope you're working towards having changes in your life. I hope you're a voice. I hope you're an ear that listens. I hope you're not hurting people you know, you're doing your best to treat people like you treat yourself. I love you all so much. And please do well to write me messages, write your reviews, your honest opinions on what you think this podcast should talk about. Until we meet again, I'm signing out. It's your girl Amaka signing out. Thank you so much for staying here with me To Have an amazing week.